Hi, and welcome to our weekly broadcast. My name is Brian Likens, and today we're going to be looking in 1 Peter chapter 3. You know, there's so much stuff that's going on in this world that's trying to pull us and manipulate us and cause us to, to get in division, in division or to, to get into strife or to, to be anxious about things, to be in fear, to be worrying. And, you know, God's word is our answer. It's our solution. It's, it's God's plan. It's God's order. It's God's wisdom to help us through troubled times, to help us with insight, to know what to do, how to handle things, how to stay in faith, how to stay in peace, how to stay in joy. God's Word gives us all these things. We're, but today we're going to be looking in 1 Peter chapter 3, and we're going to believe God for, for uh, that wisdom to know what to do in these situations. Some things to help us to stop not being afraid. God, give us your wisdom and insight. So today, let me go ahead and open in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we worship you. We thank you, Lord God, that you are our source. You are the, the benefactor, Lord God. You're everything that we have need of. God, you have provided for us. You've given us uh, everything that we need for our, our present and future. You have given us, Lord God, everything that we have need of on our inner man and our spirit. Father, you have made provision for eternity. And Lord, we thank you for moving and working on our behalf. We thank you, Lord God, for that peace that passes all understanding, overshadowing us, Lord, giving us that peace by your Holy Spirit. And Lord, for people that are anxious or people that are worried and concerned about what's going to happen in the next few years or a few days, Lord, maybe a few moments. Lord God, I thank you for moving on their hearts, moving on their minds. Father, letting them see that you are the source and the answer and to turn to you. Lord, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus that you are our answer. You're our source. You're our provision of everything we have need of. And God, you love us so much. And today, Lord, we thank you. We're thankful for who you are. We're thankful, Lord God, for what you've done for us and given us, Lord. We're thankful for our, our, our eternal home. And Lord, we just give you that thanks today in the name that's above every name, in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. We're going to look in, uh, if you, if you have a Bible or if you're just listening along in first Peter, um, first Peter's talking about suffering for righteous sake. And you know, a lot of things that are going on right now that where people are making decisions and making choices and wondering if they're making the right choice or if they make a choice, then someone else doesn't agree with it. You know, we live in a crazy time. I mean, you know, I'm 51. Uh, I've seen things change in the last 10 or 15 years that is like, there's no way, I, you know, I would have ever guessed this when I was 18 that we would be in these places. But, you know, people are, people are confused. They're, they don't know, you know, they don't even know what, what gender they are. And I'm not coming against people that really have, uh, they really have emotional, um, um, you know, troubles and they, they really are confused. But there are people that are just taking advantage of these things. You know, they're, they're, uh, you know, children that don't know, that don't know or, or, or are confused. That's what parents are for to teach and to give them the right direction. The children are not to parent us. The children are not the ones to, to tell us how to, how to parent them. But so many people do not know how to do it right and righteously or God's way. They're looking at, at, at sources and answers from every other avenue except for the one who created the one that created this world, the one who created this body, the one who gave us life. He's the one that we need to be looking to as the answer, as the source. If you don't know what's going on and you're not sure about something or there's confusion, then find out from the one who knows the best. Find out from the one who has the truth. 
but the world is, you know, the world is, is turning to every every type of thing that whether it's it's how you feel or or how you know what you desire, and if that's the way you desire, then go with that. Even if that desire is twisted and manipulated or or you know just completely blinded, you know, people are you know not knowing what gender you are. Not, not being a, as an adult, not being able to understand, you know, that you were born a certain way just because you have feelings or desires. You know, people think that feelings and desires are, are what is substantial or what is, what is truth. Feelings and desires change with the wind. They will change with, with a word somebody says to you. Someone looks at you the wrong way. Someone says something that's, that's out of character, out of, not normal. And all of a sudden your emotions and your feelings are in a whirlwind. All of a sudden you went from a, a, a joyful high of being, you know, wow, it's a great day to everything is horrible. And the only thing that's changed is a word that someone has said. And our emotions get moved and manipulated. If we allow them to rule and dictate us, if we allow them to govern us and and guard us or, or uh, lord over us, if we allow emotions and feelings to be our guide, then we will be led into confusion. We'll be led into a state of confusion. Where do you live? In a state of confusion when you live by your feelings. But God's word tells us, you know, uh, suffering for righteous sake in first Peter chapter three, he's, he's telling us that, um, finally all of you should be of one mind, sympathize with each other, love each other as, as brothers and sisters and be tender hearted and keep a humble attitude. Humility, humility is what will cause uh, your, your heart to be softened. Your heart will change if you are humble. Pride is what pride is what hardens the heart. Pride and arrogance and all these things is what keeps people from turning to God. Keeps keeps people from hearing God. Keeps people from seeing God for who He is. But being humble, ha- keeping a humble attitude, especially in these times, because you might think that you're doing the right thing. You and you might be. You might be making the right decisions. You might be making the right choices. But your attitude should still be humble and humility of humility because there are people that are having to make tough decisions. They're having to make tough choices. And some of them are wrong. I've made wrong choices in this la- in the last few months and, and have regretted some of them and been like, dear Lord, I, you know, sometimes some of them have, have, you know, caught me off guard or I just wasn't paying attention or I made a, made a decision to do something and, it, and think, man, I wish I hadn't done that. But you cannot live, you can't just live by regret and you can't go back and change choices or decisions you made, but you can change what, how you carry on in the future. You can't change that you made a mistake, but you can change how you continue. You can still stand up and make a difference. You can still, uh, rectify some of the things. If there's, if it's, if it can't be changed, it can't be undone. There is still forgiveness, but you keep moving on. You keep moving forward. But keeping a humble attitude will help us as we deal with our family, with our brothers and sisters in Christ. It will help us. Keeping that humble attitude will help us to see each other through the eyes of Christ. It will help us see others through the eyes of Christ. And um, it goes on to say in First uh, Peter 3, 9, don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing 
That is what God has called you to do, and he will grant you his blessing. So repaying, you know, not repaying evil for evil or retaliating uh, with insults when people insult you, instead pay them back with a blessing. This is this is an act of humility. This is this is living Christ like. In verse three ten, this is where we were. I was trying to get to. In verse uh, three ten, for the scriptures say, if you want to enjoy life and see many happy days. Keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. There's lies. There's so much going on today where people are lying one, one lie right after another, manipulating, deceiving. There is a, all the stuff that's going on with COVID. There, there is, uh, yes, there is, uh, there has been people that have lost their lives from this, but there, there is manipulation that's going on that should not be. There shouldn't be this type of deception. There shouldn't be people lying about it. Just tell the truth. Tell the truth of what's going on. We are able to hear and know the truth, but people, people are, are, are lying, uh, uh, to try to manipulate and try to, to gain, uh, you know, gain their agenda and, you know, there was a somebody that my wife knows that, that was uh, works in a hospital, and there was someone that had uh, was in a motorcycle accident and died from the motorcycle crash. But they tested them, and because they tested positive, they put them down as a COVID death. These are lies. They we should not be uh, manipulating people with fear. If if there is a fear about what's going on, then the the way to overcome that fear is one is the truth, knowing the truth. And God will reveal and show us the truth. But we have got to keep believing God. You know, all the time I, when I'm uh, on the road, I see things like get vaccinated to help it get vaccinated. Everybody's pushing to be vaccinated. The vaccination may help. It might help some. But let me tell you something. What about prayer? What about believing God for people? What about praying for our brothers and sisters who are hurting or in the hospital? I rarely hear, hear people say, pray for people that are fighting COVID. Prayer makes a difference. God uh, changes things. And God has given us this ability to, to pray for one another. And he's given us a mandate to pray for all people. But, but you know, when 9-11 hit, when 9-11 happened, it was pray for America. Pray for America. Well, that was a horrible, terrible thing that happened that day horrible, the lives, thousands of lives that were lost. But you know, those lives were already gone. And yes, there were hurting people left behind. There are people that are living right now that need our prayers. Why are people, why did the president of the United States just uh, declare that, you know, this vaccine is what, is what's going to, 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 uh, change everything. Not one word about pray for our nation or that God help our nation or God give us the wisdom. No, no, not acknowledgement of God. This is what we need. We need the wisdom of God. They couldn't have the wisdom to do the medical things if it wasn't God for God. They couldn't have the wisdom to be able to develop anything if it wasn't for God. So, you know, leaving God out of the equation is stupid. It's dumb. It's ignorant. Why would you leave out the one who has the absolute most wisdom? That is the most foolish thing that you can do. So to to enjoy life and see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. You tell a lie and then one lie after another, you got to keep on telling it. 
it goes on in uh, verse 311 says, turn away from evil and do good, search for peace and work to maintain it. And then in 312, the eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right and his ears are open to their prayers. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. God hates it when evil is done to anyone. God is not, uh, God is not pleased when anyone uh, dies or anyone uh, is harmed. Any, anything that happens in someone's life that, that is torment or causes anguish or fear. God is not happy when men suffer. God, it, God is not a sadistic person. He is, is love. That's who he is. God hates when, when, uh, we treat each other badly. God hates it when murder happens. He hates it when rape or molestation happens. God hates when, when someone steals or robs from someone else. That is not the heart of God. That is not who God is. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, who do right, and his ears are open to their prayers. Listen, you might not feel like that you're, you're the absolute best Christian or person, or maybe you don't even call yourself a Christian or don't even admit at this point, but God sees you. He sees you with eyes of love. He sees you and this is his heart. His, his eyes are looking over the righteous and he's, he's not against you. So for those that, you know, maybe you don't feel like you're the best Christian, you're the best, you know, person who deserves it. It doesn't matter. God looks at you through Christ Jesus, through his eye, through Jesus and looking at you, his ears are open to your prayers. When you pray, don't look at yourself as, as are you, are you good enough to pray the prayer for God to hear that prayer, to answer that prayer? Have I, am I worthy enough? Your worthiness comes from Jesus Christ himself. It doesn't come based on, on your merits or your efforts. Just turn that over to Jesus and say, Lord Jesus, I'm coming to the Father in your name. Not because I'm so wonderful and I have done everything correct and everything right, and I'm the best person or the best, you know, I'm I'm worthy for this prayer to be answered. But you go to him through humility that Lord Jesus, I come to you, I surrender, I surrender my life to you, and I'm asking this by faith that for the Heavenly Father to move on my behalf or whatever the need is. I'm asking you, Lord, because based on your worthiness, not mine, that the, the word says the eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right and his ears are open to their prayers. So, Lord, I'm coming as a righteous person because of what Jesus did, not because of what I've done, how, how great I have been, but because of the Lord Jesus himself who paid the price for me. So when you come to God, you come to him with humility, you come to him with those eyes and believing and trusting. But this is what our nation needs to get back to is putting their faith and their trust in the Lord. The, our, our nation was founded on the, on the principles of God's word. It was founded as a free, for freedom to worship God. And so we need to look to him. We need to look to God and begin to trust him. All of this stuff is simple to God. God has no problem with anything that our nation, whatever's going on in our nation. The debt that our nation in it is in, God has no problem being able to fix that. But we don't turn to Him. If our leaders in this nation don't turn to Him, they're going to keep making wrong choices and wrong decisions 
But when they turn, when they turn to God, when we as believers, when we as the righteous vote in those that are honorable and those that are of integrity, when we vote in those people to say, hey, we want you to vote and to begin to pass laws that that are for the kingdom of heaven, that are for righteousness, that are for love and honor, these things will begin to change. These things will begin to change our nation. So we have our part to play, to pray for those in leadership and to pray for those to get into leadership. Those that will, that, that God has put on their heart to get into politics, to begin to, not so that they can go and, and make their own decisions on what to do. They are supposed to be voting for how we, how we are telling them that this is what we want for our nation. So you represent us. This is what our nation needs to get back to. It needs to get back to putting faith and trust in the Lord. Not not just in the government, but in everyday life. Whatever is going on, whatever we're facing, whether it's physical, financial, emotional, trusting in the Lord is the answer because He is and has that answer. And then it goes on in verse uh, thirteen. Now, who will want to harm you if you're if you're eager to do good? But even if you suffer doing what is right, God will reward you uh, or it for it. Uh, or it, so don't worry or be afraid of their threats. Instead, listen to verse 15. Instead, you must worship Christ as your Lord of your life, as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. You must worship Christ as Lord of your life. Worship Him as Lord. You know, Many people that call themselves a believer, they call themselves a a follower of Christ, they don't really put Him in that position. But when you say, Lord, that's saying, it's not my will, it's not what I desire, but it's what you desire. And whatever you say is the final word. Whatever you say, according to God's word, I'm not going to change this word to, to, I'm not going to manipulate this or change the Word of God to try to, to, to uh, line up with what I believe. No, I'm going to change what I believe to line up with the Word. I'm going to change what I believe to honor God and to say, God, if that's what you said, even if I don't understand it, even if I don't agree with it at the moment, I'm going to submit. I'm going to submit to your Word. If you say that... that Sex outside of marriage is is wrong. You don't want me to do that. Then that's what I'm gonna. That's I'm gonna go by that. If you say homosexuality is wrong, then I'm gonna go by that. If you say that adultery is wrong, I'm gonna. If you say lust is wrong, I'm gonna go by that. If you say that anything is, but if you say this is right to love people and to honor people, I'm gonna go by that. If you say to to not steal from people, I'm gonna go by that. If you say to to pray for people, I'm going to live by that. If you say to 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 give to the kingdom and to so uh, give a, a portion, a, the fir- my first fruits, my tithe, my tenth to the kingdom of God, and believe you that you're blessing the rest of the ninety percent, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do what your word says, and if I fail at it, I'm going to get back up and I'm going to keep going. But I'm not going to change because someone else that I know is doing something that's against the word and say, "Oh, I don't want to," you know, "I don't want to offend them." Listen, anything that God's word that tells us is wrong or is out of order or is out of line is for our benefit. It's to help us to have a blessed life. It's to help us to live honorable and peaceful and full of joy and happiness. 
It's the best place. A lot of people today don't want to get married because of the legal stat, the, the legal, uh, they've been through a divorce and they don't want to go through that again. They don't want to have to go before a judge if it doesn't work out. I understand that it's hard. I understand that there's pressure on it. I understand that it's not easy. But listen, I've been married to a lady for almost 30 years, and it is wonderful. It is wonderful having a, a person that you can count on and that you can trust and that you can love. And I know that everybody is not trustworthy, and it's difficult. I'm not judging you. You shouldn't be judged because you've been through divorce. But when you do find that person that you want to commit your life to and you want to, you know, uh, just because someone else was untrustworthy, don't put that off on them. Like, you know, like now they're going to be untrustworthy. No, you know, you you found somebody that you can cherish and you can love. If God said, you know, God's telling us that um, uh, uh, that family unit that, that for children to be raised up with with family is the best. Not there's thousands and millions of children that are raised up in a broken home or, or, or without both parents. And God still will take care of them. But he says, he's saying that this is the best, the blessed place for you, that this would be the absolute best. Will God still take care of you if you're a child that come from a broken home? God will be your daddy. He'll be your father. He'll He'll show you that he'll bring somebody into your life to help you to, to uh, fill that gap, to fill that void. God's not... God's not just looking at you because or trying to punish you or you're to make you suffer because, you know, someone else made wrong choices or, you know, they they just it through their weakness or whatever it is, they it couldn't work out. God is not holding you to that to say your life has to be terrible. No, God will turn that around if you'll trust him. The whole point of all of this is whatever you're doing, if you want that peace and joy in life to trust God. God is trustworthy. He is trustworthy. He's someone that will not, has not, cannot fail. If I'm going to go to somebody or, or, or look to someone, I would rather look to someone that I know has a track record of never failing. That's the person I want to be a part of. That's the person I want to get advice from. That's the person I want to get counsel from. If I'm going to hear somebody... If I want to know the truth about something, I'm go- I would rather go to someone that has a record of never failing than someone that has blown it time and time again. So God's word is our answer. And, and, and maybe you've been raised and in, in taught the word when you were younger and gotten away from it. Get back to it. Get back to God's word. Take your time. My wife, you know, she's about, well, she got a new chair, but she about wore out the other chair. She gets up. She has her little place where she gets her morning coffee and reads and spends time with the Lord. You know, there is a precious time with spending time with the Lord in in our busy lives. We have to just we have to make it. We have to we have to we have to set a date. You know, almost with God, we have to set that time to say, "No, I'm gonna I'm gonna have moments with you, moments with God." That when I get up in the morning, I can read read the Word or read a a good book that is that is teaching me about the word, teaching me more about God, something insights that I didn't know about. And you get up in that morning and you you spend that time, your day will change. You're going to find that peace. You're going to find that joy in and through seeking after and the intimacy, trusting the Lord, following after him. It's trust in God. That is what, you know, it's on our currency Everybody pulls it out and you used to. They now it's on now you use the little 
plastic card. But when you pull out that cash, it says it every time and we don't even realize what's on that. We don't even acknowledge in God we trust. Right there on our cash, the thing that, that moves our nation around, money, in God we trust. And yet we don't trust Him. We have got to get back to putting our faith and trust in the Lord. And when we do, things will change. God is working. Things are, are getting better. God has a plan. And for those who are believing and trusting in the Lord, everything is going to be all right. Listen, if you leave this earth, you're going to, <laughs> to the kingdom of heaven. You're going to a place that is the most beautiful place in all the world. Beautiful than any place you could ever find here on the earth. So whatever goes on for the righteous, for those that put their faith and trust in the Lord, the end is always up. It's always good. The end result, no matter what happens, is going to be the blessed place. Amen. Let me go ahead and finish this with prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord God, for moving and working on people's lives, Lord, in their hearts. Lord, we thank you for, for helping people that are struggling right now. People that, Lord, that they have big decisions to make. They don't know what to do. Putting their trust in you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for helping them to turn to you. To trust, Lord God, that if they pray and they seek your face, Lord, if they look in the word of God, they'll be able to find answers. They'll be able to find wisdom. Lord, to hear great Bible teachers that are, there's hundreds of them, Lord God, on the uh, accessible on the internet or, or uh, on television. Lord, we thank you for leading them to someone that will be able to teach them Lord, give, take them to a deeper place than I have. Take them to a greater place of, of intimacy. Lord, lead them to that book, uh, Father, that'll just uh, speak to them, Lord. And, and a book that may be written by someone just to, to bring it to them and put it in their hand. Lord, we thank you in the name that's above every name that whatever is going on in our lives, Lord, you are the source and the answer. Lord, we worship you. We thank you. We give you praise and glory. And we're thankful, Lord, so thankful for what you've done and who you are, and that you never leave us nor forsake us. Father, we thank you today in the name that is above every name, the precious name of Jesus. Amen.